This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, Head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Got some construction out there, and somebody's doing a roof or something. But it's a nice day anyway. Well, 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 I got this this kind of weird idea, okay? I'm just going to say it's an idea because I have not tried it. it actually, it's, good, good, it's something good for me to try at the convention at North Texas. Uh, I could probably do it in open gaming or something. I won't do it with my registered one, but... About about pacing, it's about it's about getting people involved and things like that. I've been kind of in a on a, a thing about that lately, and I was watching more videos on things like pace and stuff. And uh, funny, I was watching like RV stories. People have experienced the, going out RVing, and I thought, you know, there's one thing I like about starting a game that is in media ray, which means in the middle of things. Now, that's the kind of thing. First of all, I don't think it's for beginning game masters, although you should try although you could try it. I think everybody should try it at least once. But you there's a like a lot of other things, jamming and everything else, there's a right way to do it, there's a wrong way to do it. But this one might need a little finesse. Now like I said, I like to start in the middle of things. Okay, and also I got to start thinking about one of the biggest bugaboos of gamers who play is the fact that they do something. If first of all, it, it's sort of a subset of whatever I do doesn't matter, which is terrible. That's a sign of a railroad, and it's just terrible. But the, I've had this happen a couple of times, and where they say, "And you wake up, it was a dream that everybody had." Oh man, players don't like that, and I can understand why. Being a play, have being a player myself, I can understand that. But in media ray, you get them started in the middle of something. I'm not above having everybody said, "Okay, we got our character. Okay, having session zero, we're going to do this. This is the world. Da 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 da. We'll agree with that." And then you go, "Okay, you got the character. You go. You say." Okay, you've got your characters. Now, roll for initiative. Everybody goes, what? And you roll for initiative. And actually, I would, if I could, I could start with 
the mat already there and just putting figures out. Okay, roll for initiative. And that kind of takes them off guard. But what I'm doing is totally immersing themselves immediately in the world. I'm not even saying they have to meet each other or know each other. But they're all in this situation. They're all in this one place. I put them. First of all, I feel it's okay to do this because I'm not railroading. I'm not. It's just that here's where it starts. Boom. You guys are here. I'm not going to ask them where are they or anything like that. Boom, you're here. You're in the tavern. You're in the marketplace. You're in the middle of the woods, wherever you are. I'm not going to go so far as to like put them in the middle of a dungeon or something. Although that might be an interesting idea. But it's in media rave. Roll for initiative. They're fighting whatever. Bugbears, drunks, fighters, warlord, whatever. You know, a bunch of kobolds. Could be something annoying. Could be a bear. I don't know. But, okay, you have the fight. And then after that, you find they find out they're in the middle of a situation that they're trying to do. First of all, you got to understand it's important in session in the session zero is that they all be on the same page. They all be on the same page as far as like, okay, we are this, we are that. We we may not be a group together, but this is the world and all. I, I already explained that to you. But what I'm saying is, start them in the situation, in the middle of something. They're running away from something. They're in the middle of a fight. They're they're trying to escape from a, a, a giant monster or, or a dragon, not a dragon, but I mean, you know, something like that. And I would kind of make it, I won't make it like super deadly, but just enough for them to use whatever abilities they have to get out of it. And I'm going to make it a little on the easy side just to set the scene. Now, I have seen movies where here's here's where the old dream part comes in. The thing is, after the fi fight or whatever, you stop the game and say, "Do you guys want to know how you got into this mess?" Rewind the game back to the beginning. Now, this is tricky, I know, but if you can do it right, it pays dividends. Now you gotta just let them play and let them do whatever they're going to do. I mean, you may have people who say, well, my character just goes off and does this other thing. Well, that just makes your work a little harder. But what I'm trying to do is avoid the railroad, but at the same time, give them something memorable to immerse them in the story. Now, what you could do, see, here, here's the part. Here's the, here's, the, here's the hard part. As a game master, you have to you have to figure out how to make this match up. If you take them back to the beginning, you got to figure out how to make this match up to what just happened. That's why I say make it a small fight, make it a minor fight. Because that means they're already on the trail, they're doing this. Now, I'm probably going to have people arguing, you're taking away players, you know, choice, uh, your player, I can't remember the word, but player agency. You're taking away player agency. Well, no, actually, I'm just delaying it a little because I know this. I know this means that they have they they have committed to something that the players didn't know about. But at the same time, I want to see how they react to it, and I will also 
as a game master, be very, very flexible about how they deal with this. And if it just doesn't work out, I will stop the game and say, okay, guys, this isn't working out. Okay, you guys aren't happy. Let's try a different tack here. And I would reboot the game if I had to. Now, as far as like doing a how do we get to this point thing, if you have a module, I would look through the module and go, okay, where can I put them? Put them like in the middle of it, in, not in the middle, but I mean, I would do it more in the first third of the adventure. No more than that, because you know, do it like a third encounter, some random encounter in the woods. What make it a random encounter? What the hell, you know? But I can understand why some players may object to this type of thing. But like I said, if you can make it work, it really pays off and it's memorable. But you got, and once again, you have to have the right players for it. But it's something I wouldn't mind trying. Now, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm going to be completely honest with you that I don't, rem I've never done this and it would make me a little nervous to do it. But if I do it and I, if I can come back saying, okay, this is what I've learned, I will do that. But I just wanted to put that out there for everybody to to see if that's feasible. Because I think it sounds kind of interesting. And as a, if I was a player, I could kind of buy into the, this if it was done right, if the GM was on his game and was done right. So let me know what you guys think. I think there's something to be had here, except me. Anyway, <laughs> I've been had before. But anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this, I wish you would. And anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And if you want to do a single donation to the show, uh, you can go to Kofi ko-fy.com slash oldmangrognard. There you can you can make a one-time donation from $3 on, the, on up. Three bucks will probably buy me, a, oh, I don't know, a Pepsi or two of the game. So if you like to do that, there's ko-fy.com slash oldmangrognard. Anyway, I also want to thank these people who helped me out on a regular basis. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, and Randy and Joe. Thank you, guys. Oh, don't forget Michael, too. Thank you, Michael. And if you want to hear some good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognard Podcast. Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Kevin over at the Red Caps Podcast does a good job. Randy and Joe over at Biggest Geekest. Big John Allen Large and his Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm -hmm.